Shall we begin? Let's begin now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Frankly Francisco podcast. This episode is going to be a short one in particular. I just wanted to take some time and explain as to why I have not been doing the output that I have the last two years. I went from a podcast a week now down to a podcast every two weeks. Um, just recently got promoted. Things have been a little nutsy with the new job, learning and so forth, and just haven't had the time. Like a lot of uh, my other podcasters, they can make the time and put content out on a daily basis, even, you know, episode a day. I can't do that. Um, I love what I do. I love talking to people and having these conversations with people, but the job demands that I have right now, raising the kids, family, it can be a lot of pressure and just trying to find a way to still bring you guys quality content and not put out garbage. I want to put out stuff that you guys want to listen to that you guys want to enjoy. And the easiest way for me to do that is just cut the time down from every week to every two weeks. This way I can still bring you content that's quality and not rushed and putting stuff out there to put it out there. This episode is just uh, just a quick, you know, thing that I, I wanted to do because I feel like I haven't been putting out much content at all. I haven't done a lot of stuff on social media. I haven't done, you know, episodes like I would want to. It's a lot. You know, I'm, it's, it's starting to become overwhelming sometimes. Uh, we want to be the best at what we do. We want to just keep talking to you guys. It doesn't matter if my audience is small, big, doesn't matter. I, I just want to keep putting out content. I want to keep growing my audience with you guys. And sometimes it's, it's not feasible. I don't have the time. Time constraints are something that we can't control. You know, when you're working nine hours a day, you know, I got a hybrid schedule where I'm working, you know, two days a week from home and then three days into the office. There's a lot going on, uh, but I try not to make an excuse not to put out content. I'm still putting out the podcast itself, but I need to do a better job of being more uh, engaging in the social media platforms. Uh, it's been kind of stagnant for me, not putting out content like I would like. You know, I'm supposed to be putting out videos and TikToks and IG, YouTube, and I just haven't because it's just, it's not, it's not feasible at the moment uh, like I would like. And it's hard, it's, it gets hard. It gets hard. We, as creators, Sometimes we burn out, uh, but this is not a burnout situation. This is me having to pay the bills. Podcasting is not paying the bills for me right now. I enjoy doing it, but it doesn't pay my light, my gas, doesn't pay the insurance on my car, doesn't pay no nothing. You know, we put it out because we love what we do. You know, my goal set out when I started this was I wanted to eventually get sponsored by somebody, you know, have somebody that's going to help me pay some of the bills that I have, but that hasn't been the case. It's just, there's so many podcasters out there. And, you know, like we said before, celebrities have taken a, a big chunk of that and they get sponsored because they already have a name, but I, I don't want to use that as an excuse as to 
not continue to bring you guys quality stuff and and just have engaging conversations you know i'm looking into different avenues of some other things that i might be able to do podcasting live might be able to take questions you know over the phone or find a way to engage better with uh, the audience uh, ig live is not something that i i look forward to doing it's not enjoyable cuz a lot of people don't log on unless you you have 10,000 followers. And then even then, I know podcasters who have 10, 15, 20,000 followers. And when they go live, they only get eight or nine people that comes on the live. So it's not necessarily a, a platform that is worth putting more effort into. TikTok is another divisive platform where if you're not constantly putting out videos, at least two or three videos a day, you're never going to grow your you're never going to grow your audience unless you are paying for ads, uh, which hasn't stopped. You know, it's all about pay to play. Uh, it's always going to be like that. You have to be able to know somebody. A lot of times it's not what you know, it's who you know. We learned this already over the last three years. It's engaging with people that can help open doors for you. But in this game, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard because you have to stand out. You have to stand out from the rest. And right now, I mean, truth be told, I'm not standing out. doesn't matter how well my episodes go. doesn't matter how engaging I am with my client, uh, my guest. It doesn't matter because it, you get drowned out by all the noise. There's so much of it out there now. It's it's You have to find an audience and you have to pay for that audience, which is, is crazy to me. Uh, this is year three. I didn't think I was going to make it past year one. I didn't think I was going to commit uh, to doing what I'm doing for so long, but I am. And I enjoy doing what I do. It's just, I just don't have the flexibility to do it every day. I don't have the flexibility to put out videos every day. It takes me an hour drive to get to work every day. It takes me an hour home every day. And on the days that I'm here at working from home, I, I'm eight o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the afternoon. Then, you know, the, the dad mode kicks in. And it's just, uh, it's not fun sometimes. It, it, you don't feel motivated to get on the mic and start talking to people. And people don't understand that. When people tell you, oh, I love getting on the mic and it's always fun. Listen, I do love getting on the mic, but it's not always fun. This is not always first priority for me. You know, when I have the time like I do today, I'm able to get on the mic and be engaged and have these conversations with you folks and let you guys know that it, it's not all it's not all what it's cracked up to be. You know, I struggle. I struggle. The struggle's real. And I have some guys that are in my corner that, you know, continue to, to motivate me um, and keep me focused on staying in this business. Um, shout out to JR from West Virginia Commonplace. He's been one of the one of the lifelines for me when it comes to this stuff, because he keeps me up to date on everything and, and he keeps me up to date on things that can help and things that can, you know, keep me engaged in this because he sees that I have the potential and the talent for this business. But sometimes it's not, sometimes it's hard to stay, keep, keep that focus. It's hard to keep that focus. You have a family, you have bills, you have to stay engaged with social media uh, and me doing this by myself. It doesn't, it, it makes I don't have a team. I've never had a team besides my wife helping me out with things, but she has her own thing she has to take care of. And it it makes things difficult sometimes to continue. 
but I will continue uh, as hard as it can be, as hard as it is sometimes. And, you know, as many f- people that follow me, you would think I would have the same amount of downloads when it comes to that stuff. But it's like the stock market. I look at podcasting like the stock market. You invest, right? But if you look at the numbers every day, you're going to drive yourself crazy. So I don't look at the numbers. You know, I have a set fan base. I have people that listen to me, but it's nowhere near where I want it to be. Um, But like I said, it's like the stock market. You invest it and you just have to keep your eye on it, but not every single day because you're going to drive yourself nuts. You're going to wonder why what's going wrong. You're going to wonder why you are not getting the numbers that you thought you would get. It can be... It can be defeating. It can be defeating. Uh, I try to keep everything professional. Um, you know, uh, don't cuss on the show if I don't have to. You know, I try to be as respectful as I can to my guest. I give the the guest the spotlight because that's what the show's about. It's about speaking to people who have a purpose in life and who's found that purpose. And it can be small business. It can be acting. It can be authors. It can be directors. It doesn't matter. Everybody has their purpose, and and I want the world to know about these people. But getting guests to engage outside of the show is where things get um, a little rough sometimes. Where we're not, I'm not getting the promotion from other people. It's hard enough, you know, having a, to promote it myself, but other people not promoting the show makes things a, a bit difficult, and it doesn't draw the attention like it should, no matter how good the episode is. And it's, it's been a big problem the last couple of years doing this show. And I, I love all my guests and, you know, I understand they have their own, their own life and everything they have to to do. But sometimes it, it gets a little bit frustrating when you would appreciate if your guests plug the show too um, on their social media sites and, and just give a little bit of push uh, to make things work a little bit better to bring in the, the crowd, so to speak, when it comes to doing what we're supposed to be doing as podcasters and, and growing our audience without having a pay to play. But in the world that we're in right now, pay to play is the only way to go. And it's, it's sad. It's sad because now, like I said, we, the shine has wore off podcasting outside of the pandemic. There is no people sitting at home anymore like that. Even the people who work from home are starting to go in and it's starting to be hybrid roles and there's nobody staying home. There's no, now you have to find people who are going to engage with you on the way home, on the way home from work, driving home or the gym or going for a run. And you have to find that audience that's willing to do that. You have people that listen to podcasts, but there are specific genres that people like murder mysteries, unsolved murders, gory podcast, you know, scripted podcast, story podcast. Everybody has financial podcasts. Everybody has their their niche and, and the things they want to do. Mine is interview, but there's a ton of people that do the same genre that I do. But I feel mine's a bit different because of the way I engage with my audience and the way I engage with the uh, guests that I have on the show. Uh, I might be wrong about that. But I get always get positive feedbacks afterwards. And it's just three years, three years, and I feel like I haven't made progress. And sometimes I just want to stop. But then I think back and go, why? I didn't set out 
when I first started this to, you know, make a gazillion dollars, I started it out because I wanted to talk to people. This was originally supposed to be a magazine. This podcast turned into a podcast. It was originally supposed to be a magazine. It was going to be a digital magazine. And we were going to have interviews with people just written up. But then I figured a voice is better than print because a lot of people don't read anymore. They don't put the time and effort to read like they used to. So, you know, just wanted to come out here and, and just let you guys know I'm still engaged. Uh, I'm still going to try to put out the best content I'm going to put out. It's just going to be every two weeks. So twice a month instead of um, once a week until things start to pick back up and I can go out there and give you tons of quality content. Uh, I will do my best to try to engage more in social media, even though I think it's a trap when it comes to a lot of that stuff, you know, it's, it's amazing. People love to find, you know, it's not even, it's the word I'm looking the fight decisiveness. People just, they listen to things that are negative and that's what gets the most played. Now, you know, if you look on TikTok or at least on my timeline, cause you know how the algorithm works. Everything now is about red pill, you know, about passport bros or, you know, women versus passport bros or red pill podcast. And then, you know, just the decisiveness between men and women. And it's, it's, those are hot commodities right now, which is, I mean, it's utterly ridiculous and it's back and forth and people want to argue about, you know, what a, a man should want and what a woman should want and how a man should be and how a woman should be. And, Man, it just, it drives me nuts because that's all that's out there. But this is the content that people want. This is the content that people are eating up. Negativity sells. And we said this before. It always sells. And it will always will sell. That's why you always get all the negative stuff in the in, in the news first before they give you the one piece of good news for the day. Uh, it's sad, but it's true. And even on my timelines on, you know, IG and my timelines on TikTok and even every every single social media platform now has a, has reels. Now you go to Facebook, they have reels, actual Facebook itself have reels. You go IG reels. You have TikTok. Obviously TikTok has what it needs. Even Twitter's getting in on it with the voice, uh, um, the voice gram stuff. Uh, you got wisdom app where people can talk. People just love, people just love, 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 love negativity. It just, it, it seems to thrive. This country seems to thrive on it. It really does. It's like if you have, I'd be amazed if one day you just have an entire uh, timeline of stuff that's positive. You know, the algorithm is made for TikTok in the US specifically to show people doing dumb stuff. Like, who, listen, who gives a damn how many bodies a girl has? But every video on Facebook is exactly about that dudes interviewing girls on the streets, asking them how many bodies they have. Like, and these girls are like willingly telling people and then they get mad when dudes listen to this stuff and then boom, they don't want to deal with them anymore. Like people love to put themselves out there and then act like the victim afterward. It's amazing. You put a camera and a microphone in somebody's face and boom, they automatically, they have no problem talking. Like some things you need to keep to yourself, <laughs> Some things you need to keep, the, like they're willingly proud to have 
you know, 150 bodies on them, you know, 100 bodies on them. It's crazy. And then they wonder why later on they they, they can't find the, the man and then wonder why these, these dudes are going passport. It's crazy to me. And then these passport bros, listen, bro, you have money. You're not broke. I get why you're doing what you're doing because you're just tired of the, you just, Tired, I get it, but at the same time, there's still women here in the U.S. that are capable and can be the kind of wife that you're looking for. Not every woman in the world is masculine. My wife's not masculine. My wife's one of the most feminine women I, I know, and I met her here. Like, it's all you have to dig a little deeper, man. But passport bros, Jesus, it's this is so. This is what I'm talking about. The fight, decisiveness is is. Negativity, man. We fight amongst each other, and, and and this is how people get views by posting stuff like this. Thirty thousand views because somebody was talking about being a passport, bro. Forty thousand views because somebody's on a podcast talking about how a woman needs to be or how a man needs to be. Because people want to hear this stuff. Red pill, blue pill. It seems like that's all we talk about now. It's red pill, blue pill. But when I I don't want to talk about that. I want to get on here and have conversations with people about what they do, about the businesses that they have, about the future that they're trying to provide for themselves and their family, their success stories. That's what this podcast is about. You know, every every once in a while, I want to get I'll get into the social commentary because you have to. You have to get into the social commentary. You have no choice. You can't go around with blinders every day and not figuring out what the hell's going on in the world. There's so much stuff out there that we can talk about. But if you talk about certain subjects, cancel culture kicks in. If we talk about certain subjects, people's feelings are going to get hurt. Now it's not about logic. We don't go on logic anymore. We go on emotion. A lot of people go on emotion. They don't, they don't use logic as, as a way to, to figure things out. Everything is emotion. Everything is emotion now. Nobody thinks things through anymore. It's all about how you feel. Your feelings matter more than logic does. Feelings change. Logic should not. You should be able to use logic in everyday life. You may feel one way one day and then you may feel the other way the next day. But then you put out into the world what you were feeling that one day and boom. Somebody's coming to cancel you because you felt a certain way. We can't have intellectual conversations anymore because people get offended. They don't give you a chance to talk. They talk over you. And this is another reason why I have kind of stepped away from social media because it's overwhelming. All the negativity in the world, man, it gets stressful. Because you want to have good conversations with people from all walks of life, not just one group. You want to show that we are smarter and we use our brains to be able to conduct ourselves in a way where we can talk things out and not be so negative towards each other, spitting cruel, vile stuff, man. And then when you don't like the conversation that you're having, then we get mad at each other. Then we want to call each other names and we don't want to let other person finish talking you want you're allowed to make your point, but you're not letting the other person make their point. I don't want that stuff on my show. 
I want to be have I want to have an intelligent conversation where we can go back and forth and we can have a intellectual conversation about the subject at hand. And if I don't know something, I'm going to tell you I don't know something. If you know it, educate me. Because then I will go out on my own and educate myself again after we have spoken about it to be better at that conversation the next time I have it with somebody. We don't do that. People just take the headlines from what they see on TikTok or what they see on IG and Facebook and don't read the whole article and then run with it. You know what these news people do. They just make the headline juicy and people don't read the entire story. They, they, it has to be a headline that catches you. And once the headline catches you, that's what you run with. You don't read the entirety of the article. This is how people get canceled. This is how fights break out. This is how people get in trouble with each other because you want to go based off the headline. This is what I try to stay away from. This is another reason why I haven't been that engaged in social media. This is another reason why I haven't been putting out content the way I put it out before. You know why? Because if I say something wrong, man, the mob is coming. I have my own opinions on stuff and some of the stuff I really want to put out there. I can't put out there the way I want to, you know why? Because people are going to be upset one way or another, whether it's the left, the right, the middle blue, yellow, it doesn't matter. We are at war with each other. It's not even about what's on the outside. We are at war with each other because we can't compromise anymore. Can't have conversations. But from this point, till I get back to what I was doing originally and, and having those uh, conversations with people who own businesses, you know, authors, I want to talk to anybody who has a passion for something that they feel vocal that they want to talk about that needs an outlet. And I'll continue to do that. I'm not better than anybody. I'm not the voice of the people. That's not my job. Your voice, your own voice is what you're going to put out there. I just want to give you that outlet for you to, to, Put your voice out there. Everybody deserves an outlet. Some people deserve a chance to speak what's on their mind. And sometimes you have to do active listening. And that's the problem. People are not active listening anymore. People are just answering without listening. You hear the entirety of what that person is saying and you don't care. You're just listening to answer. You're not actively listening to that person. You have your own bias already in your head. And when that bias is there already, it doesn't matter what anybody says to you. You're going to argue about it. It's going to be a problem. We, we have a bias. A lot of us do. Unconsciously or conscious. Most of us are consciously. But a lot of us have an unconscious bias about somebody else's culture, the way they are, the way they look, the way they feel. It's crazy. It's unreal how far and how down the rabbit hole we've gone with all this stuff. I just want to go back to the days where we can just have a conversation and say, hey, man, I don't agree with you, but I'm willing to listen to you. You know. Until that time, you know, like I said, twice a month is what you guys uh, hear from me. If, if and when uh, I'm able to put content out there that you guys uh, will enjoy and want to listen to. It, it kind of bothers me that I'm not putting out as much content as I was like, um, but it's tough out here, man. We, you know, you want to ask people to come on the show. And then when you ask people to come on the show, sometimes they want to come on. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they flake. Sometimes they don't. 
So it's a it's a it can be a tough road sometimes. I love you. I got all who listen to the show, and I thank you for the support. Um, but sometimes it it can be it can be a you know it can be tough to have those those conversations that I really want to have with people. Because again, we're not active listening; we're listening to answer, and we're not truly listening to what the people are saying. Or you were listening to the, what people are saying, and then when you try to rebuttal and you try to answer them, they cut you off. Even though you let them speak and you let them speak their piece, they cut you off when you're trying to rebuttal or you're trying to counter their answer because they don't want to hear it then. This is where we've gotten. And this is every walk of life. Active listening is important. In my job, active listening is very important because we have to make sure that we are listening to exactly what the customer's needs are. It's the same thing in podcasting. We're not active listening anymore. One side gets to tell their story and the other side doesn't. And then when the other side tries to tell their story, it's a fight. But I guess that's what sells because it's negativity. Anyway, listen, to all my podcasters out there, to all the people out there too who who are looking to get a voice out there, please find it. It doesn't matter if you if it's on your own. You don't have to be perfect in what you do when you want to speak your mind. Speak your mind, but just do it respectfully. There's no reason for people to come out of left field talking crazy to people. None. Trust me, there's times where I want to go off on people, but I don't. You know why? Because I try to step in their shoes and I try to see the situation that they're in. I'm not, I'm human. I'm not perfect. There's times where I'm going to get very angry and not anybody or their mama going to be able to calm me down. But that's just the human side of me. We all make mistakes. But we will overcome a lot of this stuff, hopefully. Um, And listen, I'm not mad at celebrities for doing what they're doing. They're just, you know, they're looking for those, those extra lines of income. They're looking for, you know, ways to stay relevant. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they built themselves up to a point where they can do that. Uh, But sometimes, like I said before, in one of the shows, it just feels like the shine's getting taken away from the people who are trying to uh, up and come and trying to make something of themselves. But we need to continue to do the things that we're doing. Uh, You know, social commentary is important. And when I interview people, I interview people who have a story to tell and some of it has to do with social commentary. One of the people that I interviewed was a director. And it was about, you know, she was directing a movie. And the movie had tones of uh, Christianity about God, how God moves. It's, you know, I had a minister on here. I had a couple ministers on here, people who preach. You know, it, it's I had a flat earther on here. You know, they believe in, in certain things, too. It's all about what moves you. And if it's something that moves you, we can talk about it. And I promise you, I will give you your opportunity to speak. I will let you speak your piece. I will be engaged with you. I will show you that I'm actively listening to you. Um, And if I don't agree with you, I'm not going to embarrass you about it. I'm just going to, you know, give you and tell you that's interesting. You know, that's good to know that you feel this way. I don't have to berate you. I don't have to belittle you on the show. That's not how that works. But I guess I'm different. 
I guess I, I don't I don't engage to to agitate. I don't engage to to get into a fight with people. But I will continue to do what I need to do to stay um, stay on top of this stuff and have these conversations and stay engaged with you guys. Um, I appreciate all of you. Uh, I will talk to you next time. No matter what anybody says, if you found your purpose, live it.